0: Alright, my people, what it do? This is your man L. Jamal coming through for another edition of Never Out of Bounds. We're gonna get the start of your. Thanksgiving week off right you know I got the war on the street so let's get right into it. we got a few things to discuss today now Jim Acosta of CNN has officially had his White House press credentials returned the White House also made new rules including uh, one question per uh, journalist and also follow up questions will be held at the discretion of the president or the White House official at that's being interviewed now uh, they decided uh, CNN has also decided to drop its lawsuit against the white house so that drama uh, has officially ended but again like i said uh the white house decided to add its own rules into how you know journalists should operate although in a way it's not so much different um than what it's originally been uh, just because of the you know the actions that have occurred the last couple of weeks you know a You know, with Jim Acosta and Trump, that's kind of made these rules more of a focal point. Uh, The the the, the, sorry, President Trump has also uh, made it known that he has planned to walk out on any interview that doesn't go his way. Any questions that he doesn't like, he will just basically walk out of the interview. So we know, you know, where he's headed. Uh, And and if we go back to November eighth, we pretty much, you know, for those you don't know what happened, an intern uh, who's working for the White House decided to try to take the microphone from a costume uh, when attempting to ask Trump a follow-up question of course that didn't happen uh, Trump went on to call that person a you know you know rude terrible person so on and so forth and he had his press badge taken which uh, in a way, uh, you know you could say it wasn't right so on and so forth and of course like i said there was going to be a lawsuit filed by cnn but they dropped that of course and the, pre- and the president and the white house decided to add these uh supplemental rules now do i agree with it uh again i feel like there was already some sem- semblance of rules going on to begin with again this guy uh jim acosta he's also had run-ins with obama as well in terms of just being um you know just a a kind of a not necessarily rude but definitely asking questions at a turn asking oh from the quote of obama uh we call it a grandstanding question so just really far left field questions. so he's known for this anyways but one thing that i will say is that i have an issue with uh the white house correspondents association was not notified of whatever rules that were made so i feel as though the white house just kind of did that in order just to you know appease trump again and and um also they the correspondents should have be been involved in that that is their job that is their livelihood that's what they're uh, rec- that's what they're doing you know so i would like for them to, i would have liked for them to be a part of that rule you know the rule changing or whatever but digress that's not how it goes Uh, two other stories I want to talk about they happen to be two shootings that occurred yesterday uh, afternoon one in Chicago and one in Denver let's talk about the one in Denver first Uh, the one that occurred in Denver occurred in the downtown section in the neighborhood of of Lodo excuse me about 4 p.m. four uh, four people were injured and one was killed however the active shooter or shooters are still on the loose Uh, all the all those that were injured are Currently listed as stable. But, uh, moving on to the shooting in Chicago, four people, however, were killed there, including two hospital uh, aides and also a policeman. And this was at the the Mercy Hospital along the south uh, south side south side of Chicago. Excuse me, around 3 p.m. Uh, the gunman also was uh, was declared dead, but that's not that has not been determined by his own shot or through the through the course of a fire battle, uh, the suspect fired multiple shots when the police ride arrived at the scene, and like I said, a gunfight would proceed for the next few minutes. The active shooter in that case, though, is dead, so uh, that was, you know, that has been handled, as you can say, as you can see. And finally, I got one bit of news here. This is some entertainment news. I'm pretty sure you guys know about this young cat here, now Takashi, 69 He is now facing 62 years in a federal prison for racketeering and firearms charges, y'all. He was arraigned yesterday night and he is said to be also connected with the Nine Trey Bloods. I'm assuming that's out there in Brooklyn where he's from. Uh, He was also involved in an armed robbery a couple years back. He was denied bail but is willing to give up his passport and one million dollars four of his crew members were also pinched by the atf on saturday they are also facing similar charges including uh drug distribution basically mdma aka ecstasy heroin and marijuana uh, this is coming from a five-year investigation so they've been on that boy's tail for years fat joe tried to put him on but uh, you know he wasn't listening he's caught up and again, these young, these young cats, you know, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to balance both lives out. And obviously it's not working. They want to be entertainment stars and then they still want to have a foot holding whatever is going on in the hood. And I never thought that, you know, Takashi 69 was no punk. I don't know nothing about him. But again, I think at some point in time, you got to just walk away from it all. You know, you're making, you know, you're making decent money from this music biz. I don't get it, you know, I mean, you always have this, you know, this, these federal uh, judges, these federal, you know, investigators looming over your head, you know, if you can make the right decision to get about that lifestyle, I would do it, it's not worth it, obviously, uh, he's going to go down for 32 years, I would, and I think he gets that, max. they wanted to try him for the maximum, they threw the maximum at him, I, you know he he might not serve the exact thirty two years, but close to it if he's if he does not have, uh, the proper lawyers behind him. So you know for all my young cats trying to rock it both ways, I I would say no. I would say, uh, find something else to do. This is not worth it. Uh, of course, there's you know he's he's become a. Because of his figure, you know what he's done in the street. You know he's definitely known, and so he's gonna have to he's gonna have to deal with a lot of that stuff when he ever gets on the inside. He might have to deal with it on the street if he you know stays free. Uh, like I said, he was denied bail, so he'll be in that he'll be in that big house until this is all figured out. And you know, adding on to the actual thirty two years, so it's not a good, it's not worth it. It's not yet it's, to my young cats, my little brothers out there. It's not worth it. Thirty two years is not worth it. It's not worth it, yo. Don't throw it away just to be cool and to be a thug and think you're doing something. You're not doing anything. You think you're part of a revolution? No, they're going to revolutionize you. And they're going to institutionalize you. And you won't be the same. Believe that. He won't come out being the same person, y'all. Alright, y'all, so we got some, a lot of NFL stuff to talk about, so I'm going to take a quick break now. We're going to go over some Monday Night Football as well as the scores over the weekend. And also, I wanted to uh, retouch up on uh, some Le'Veon Bell, just a little, talk a little bit more about my opinion on that. And also, the state of the Green Bay Packers as of now. So, we're going to talk a little bit about some NFL when I come back, y'all. We're going to get into it. I, right, y'all. All right, my people, we are back. Uh, we're gonna get into this Monday night football contest from last night. This is one of the most exciting, one of the most highest scoring games we've ever seen. Of course, it had historical ramifications. Well, let's get right into this final score. The Rams were able to beat the Chiefs 54 to 51. They move on to 10 1. The Chiefs, of course, move on to 9 2. Like I said, this was an exciting game. Uh, both sides of the both both teams did great work off. Offensively, there was no defense. But let's just get right into these stats, all right? Pat Mahomes led the, led the way for uh, the Chiefs. He had he went 33 of 46, 478 yards, six touchdowns. But he threw also threw for three interceptions. Kareem Hunt ran for 70 yards, also caught a touchdown pass. Uh, Tyreek Hill had 10 catches, 215 yards, and also two touchdowns. Travis Kelsey also did his thing. He also had 10 catches for 127 yards, and he had a touchdown as well. And wide receiver Chris Conley caught two touchdowns as well. So everybody was catching touchdowns in that receiving group. No real running yards. We can obviously see where this is headed, you know. Of course, scoring all over the place, no real balance. But, you know, people like this stuff. Apparently this is exciting for people. Me, hmm. Whatever. Uh, on defense, we have Ron Parker leading the way with eight total tackles, and defensive tackle Chris Jones has six total tackles and also two sacks for the Rams. Jared Goff led the way passing. He went 31 of 49 for 413 yards. He had four touchdowns through the air and also one on the ground. And uh, speaking of on the ground, Todd Gurley had 53 yards. So again, neither one of the neither one of these teams really ran the ball that great. I don't get it. They're great. They're great passing the ball, but again. Uh, I need balance. I need balance. I'm sorry. The Saints can run. The Saints can do a lot of different things. Both these teams are good, but I think the the Saints are great. We'll talk a little bit about them in a little bit. Brandon Cook, uh, he had 107 yards uh, catching. Uh, So did Josh – well, actually, Josh Reynolds. He had 80 yards and a touchdown. Robert Woods also had 72 yards and a touchdown. And also tight end Gerald Everett had two touchdowns catching. So, again – you know, a lot of the receivers had a great game. If you if you have wild receivers on your fantasy team, any, any one of these wild receivers on your fantasy team, you was making some points. If you had Patrick Mahomes on your fantasy team like I do, you was getting some points. I'm just saying, you know, just no defense. That's just me. Now, on defense uh, for the Chiefs, uh, John Johnson led the way with 11 total tackles from the safety position. And also, another, their other safety, LaMarcus Joner, had seven total tackles and an interception. So, again, high-scoring game, very exciting. And, uh, you know, these two teams could very well be seeing each other in the Super Bowl. I, I like the Saints. But uh, moving on to the rest of these scores, we got the Packers beat, well, Packers, I'm sorry, losing to the Seahawks on Thursday night, of course, 24 to 27. Uh, The Packers are moving down to 4-5, and 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 of course, they had the tie uh, with the Vikings earlier this year. And I want to touch a brief second on them, too. You know, again, I've already stated this year they weren't going to the playoffs. I think, you know, more and more we start to understand the the weaknesses of this team, the weaknesses of Mike McCarthy and even some of the things that Aaron Rodgers can't really do. Well, we're seeing all that. And again, I just don't know how long this team stays, uh, you know, intact the way that it is. I think that uh, eventually I could I could see it in Aaron Rodgers. eyes. I know, uh, you know, he'll. You know for the fans he'll put on a good face and he'll go out there and do his thing but i don't think he's happy there i do not think he's happy uh under mike mccarthy so one of those guys make a change i think it's probably gonna be mike mccarthy again they really didn't have any type of balance just like these these two teams that played uh monday night uh green bay had no real balance as well uh one of their uh, their main running back i believe jones he only ran for about 40 yards, I believe maybe a touchdown, uh, but again, uh, not 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 balanced enough, not nearly as balanced as they. You know, as you would need to be to even really challenge in this, and even in their in their division. And uh, at this point, there's 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 a gap between even them and the Bears right now, in terms of my opinion, in terms of talent and what I'm seeing on the field. Uh, of course, uh, they have the Aaron Rodgers factor that being uh, Green Bay. And Trubisky didn't have the greatest numbers that he could have this week uh, last weekend. But again, he has so far he has a better team, uh, better running backs, uh, better wide receivers, in my opinion, uh, with the exception. Of one, uh, they have Devontae Adams there in Green Bay. But if we're talking about a, a actual unit, I would instead of just you know names, uh, I will go with Chicago having the better receiving union uh, unit, uh, especially if you add tight end Trey Burton. Uh, w- a lot better. Uh and defensively we already know there's no comparison. Uh of course they're and they're also far behind uh the Vikings as well. Now again in quarterback play you got Aaron Rodgers beating out uh, Kirk Cousins of course, but again um, well and on top of that neither one of them have a running game, neither one of those teams have a running game. We'll get into uh the Vikings in a little bit. Uh but the Vikings do have a lot A lot better of a defense they have a better uh, defensive line their front seven is stronger can play better Uh, also their linebackers as well as their secondary so at this point I don't know how much longer you can see of this version of the Green Bay Packers I think some changes need to be made uh, definitely at the coaching position but as of right now if I'm looking at them, the state of the Packers not so good. Not so good. Uh, moving on, we got some more scores to go over. Uh, the Titans lose to the Colts, ten to thirty-eight. Again, the Colts are trying to make a resurgence. They have some pieces behind Andrew Luck, like more notably the offensive line, so they're looking to make a possible division push, but I don't think it happens this year. Uh, the Giants were able to get another win against the Bucks a 38 to 35 is the score there. Uh, the Steelers beat the Jags twenty to sixteen. Uh, the Bengals come up short against the Ravens twenty-four to twenty-one. Uh, the Broncos also come up short against the Chargers, twenty-three to twenty-two. That one was a little surprising too, but then again uh, it's not surprising when Philip Rivers has a bad day like that. Uh, now the Panthers uh, they lose to the Lions nineteen to twenty again Another game where their top quarterback... Well, they're, the guy that they're supposed to be relying on Cam Newton, in this case of the Panthers does not show up and have a great game uh, more and more you're seeing that there's some mechanical flaws in this game, I'm noticing some a lot of his stuff with his elbow and just the way he's keeping his, uh, his arms up, so it's affecting his throwing motion and again, I don't know you know, who's coaching these guys, but it's holding them back, they're holding themselves back and hopefully he gets somebody who can get in his ear to get him just to, to do the simple things right, and maybe it will be all the difference, maybe, uh, the tight I'm sorry the Texans excuse me Uh, they're able to go out and get a win uh, on the road against the Redskins, twenty-three to twenty-one. Alex Smith goes Alex Smith goes down with a crucial injury in that game. Uh, it was thirty-three years to the date that uh, Joe Theismann, a legendary quarterback for that same team, that same Washington Redskins team back in the eighties, had an injury. I don't want to say the same injury, but a, uh, a lower body injury nonetheless, and it was happened the same day, uh, thirty-three years ago. And ain't that something? And it looks like the Redskins, unfortunately. Uh, they may have lost themselves their playoff spot. Yeah, that's kind of sad, but it happens. Uh, moving on, we have the Eagles getting blown out by the Saints, forty-eight to seven. Now let's talk about this hangover that these Eagles got. Uh, I, I probably will highlight it some more, just depending on how they get in the next couple of weeks in the State of the Union address. Uh, but for now, we're just gonna talk about this game. Uh, from Sunday. Now, of course, the Saints move on to 9-1, the Eagles are 4-6, and again, they're still suffering from some type of hangover from winning. I mean, I guess they're not used to it at all in Philadelphia, because, yeah, this ain't looking good right now. But anyways, uh, Carson led, uh, Carson went 19-0-33 through the air for 156 yards, and he threw for three interceptions. So, uh, again, a uh, struggle from from the from the get-go um in terms of rushing josh adams of the way he had 53 yards and also a touchdown uh golden Tate caught five passes for 48 yards so he was not much of a factor that game uh malcolm jenkins helped out on defense with nine total tackles and again not much to report from them offensively not too much to say from them defensively it was all around a bad bad game from them and i don't really know how to explain it um you know, it, it, going into the year, you know, I never I didn't necessarily have them as a favorite but just because you kind of already if you know the history of the sport, you kind of know, you know, you don't necessarily repeat uh, often unless you're, you know, somebody with a mentality, a team with the mentality of a, uh, a New England. It just doesn't happen like that. So but just the way that they've fallen off so quickly. uh. You know, that's it's it's hard to say. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, it's even scarier when we talk about the future. Like very uh, next year, it could be even worse. Just because you know, you just don't know, and then then, because you weren't expecting this to happen, so they could be even worse next year. But uh, moving on, uh, the Saints, of course. Awesome game. Uh, Drew Brees, he went 22 of 30 for 363 yards. He threw for four touchdowns as well. Uh, Mark Ingram got 103 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. Adam Kamara also got 71 yards on the ground and he also caught a touchdown as well. You see the balance there? 103 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. They can score on the ground. Uh, another team that can score on the ground too and can move the ball on the ground. Seattle. Now, Seattle's record doesn't look as good as the Saints, but again, they're finding an identity. They're looking to be a better team as the weeks go on. The Saints can do both. They can run and pass the ball, and they're looking like the best team in the league right now in my opinion. Um, in terms of receiving, Trey Quan smith led the way. He had 10 total catches for 157 yards. He also caught a touchdown pass. Michael Thomas also had 92 yards and a touchdown. Austin Carr had a, uh, caught a touchdown as well. And on defense, they were led by Marshawn Lattimore, who had four total tackles and also an inner interception and safety Chris Banjo also had two interceptions as well so all around good game from them both sides of the ball they're looking to be dominating I don't know who can beat them I don't know who can beat them, and I think they, I think they go to the Super Bowl. But that's me. I'll talk more about them tomorrow uh, in my top seven power rankings. So yeah, we're gonna have a good one with them. Uh, we got the Cowboys coming out on top against the Falcons, twenty-two to nineteen. They're trying to stay alive in the NFC East. They probably have done just enough to get them uh, to. win that division by default especially with well with Washington's injury and with the fact that the Eagles are looking so terrible right now and uh, the Raiders they pull one off against the Cardinals 23 to 21 that should be their second win of the year yeah really ugly and then finally we got the Bears uh, losing going down uh, losing to the uh, I'm sorry we got the Vikings losing to the Bears in Chicago 20 to 25 in a big primetime matchup that Sunday night let's break down this one real quick as well uh, now, in terms of the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, he went 30 or 46, so not too bad in terms of numbers. He went 20, uh, he, he threw for 200, uh, 60, 262 yards, excuse me. He also threw for two touchdowns, but then he threw for two interceptions. Dalvin Cook, and Latavius Murray, two trash bags. They only got two, they only got 17 yards combined and zero touchdowns, no help. And I don't think that, that bodes well for the Vikings looking to get a playoff spot. In terms of receiving, Stephon Diggs had 13 catches. For 126 yards. He also caught a touchdown pass as well. Their other top receiver, Adam Bielan, had. Phelan had 66 yards, and Aldrick Robinson also got a touchdown as well. And on defense, Eric Kendricks led the way with 12 total tackles from a linebacker spot, and also St. Anthony Harris had two interceptions. For the Bears, Mitch Trubisky went 20-31 of 31 for 165 yards. He threw for a touchdown, but also two interceptions, so not a great game from him. Um, in terms of rushing, Jordan Howard led the way, and in terms of receiving, Taylor Gabriel got seven catches for 52 yards, and also wide receiver. Anthony Miller caught a touchdown pass, and on defense, Prince Amukamara had eight total tackles. He was helped out by Akeem Nix, who had six total tackles and a sack. So again, uh, Chicago is showing you it has uh, very good a very good defense. This defense is. What won them the game uh, was able to pick up Kirk Cousins twice. Uh, that second interception proved to be very crucial. Again, they don't give up any yards on the uh, on the ground. Dalvin Cook and Latavius Murray uh, were looking to be, but they were bums. They've been bums this season, especially Latavius Murray. They don't really help out too much, but you weren't going to get too much done against the Bears anyways. And at this point, this is the Bears' division to lose. We're talking about the NFC North here. This is their division to lose. Uh, Detroit is mathematically out of it. Uh, the Packers are playing themselves to be mathematically out of it, and again, they're just looking to be the better team out there right now, just in all in all aspects of a quarterback play. I think if Mitch Trubisky can get his stuff together, they can outright run away with this division. But uh, since he's not that great, it'll look a little bit closer than what it should. Alright, y'all. So we're gonna take another quick break. And when I come back, we're just gonna talk some quick NBA action. More so the Warriors. Uh they've been struggling on the road recently. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that. And then we're gonna wrap everything up with my review. I finally got that done for you guys. Scary movie 2. I got that on deck for you guys. So I will be right back, y'all. Alright, y'all. Let's get it. Now I know you all know about this because they're the biggest team in the league. They're the most popular team in the league at this moment. So I'm pretty sure you all know that the Golden State Warriors are struggling. Yes, I said it struggling. I know this is weird. We haven't put those those you know two groups of wording together in some years now, at least four years, almost five, definitely five, maybe even six, really they're struggling right now and i mean there's some i mean there should be i mean there's some reasoning why of course steph is still out but let's get right into let's let's get more into this golden state has lost three in a row when has this ever happened they lost three in a row on the road that does not happen often i can't really explain to you why now they are currently fourth in the Western Conference, sitting there at twelve and six. Now, mind you, everything is within a the game. They can probably regain that lead back tonight, depending on everybody else how they do. But just for them to be fourth in the Western Conference at any point in time in a season with who they have on that roster, surprising, right? I can't. I can't explain that one. Now Steph is still out, and I know that has a lot to do with it. he's still out with a strain growing. Uh, Draymond is also out with a toe injury. Now of course, uh, Draymond being the vocal, emotional leader, uh, Steph being the you know leader by example, uh, this sucks for both of these guys. Now Kevin Durant, in return, um, he hasn't been playing. All up to his potential. Uh, nine for 26 in the last five quarters in terms of shooting. Clay is also shooting 40% in his last two games. So there's 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 either a spark missing, or a conduit, and by that meaning somebody who works with well within all the players on that squad and helps them you know perform better. Uh, now. Maybe Raymond and Steph are conduits in both, in you know, respective ways, uh, you know, doing things to keep the team afloat, uh, either through their personality or just the way they play. Uh, but of course, I mean, but they're missing something. They've gone two and five in the last seven. When have you ever heard? When have you ever heard that about a Golden State team in the last four or five years at least? You don't hear that quite often. Uh, maybe it was the fight. It could be. I mean, now that now that the fight's kind of been, you know, it's, it's happened, and they're still losing, and Draymond's not playing. You can kind of make it more about. You can make it. You can make it. Um, well, it's 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 more than a fight now. It's more than about the fight now. It's some serious issues going on in that in that locker room, or just with the way they, you know. With the way that they run their product at the moment. Uh their second worst on defense with 112 points allowed on hundred possessions. When is that ever weren't true of Golden State the past few years? When is that you know when have we ever set these things? Um, it's been a difficult stretch. Um, I imagine things get get right when Steph comes back. Um and Draymond, of course. Uh, he'll help out as well even before the injury though he wasn't that he wasn't doing that great offensively uh i think almost averaging a little bit over 10 points a game so not awesome offensively but still you know there's a lot that he can bring just in terms of his effort uh but again it's it's a lot different this year and i don't even know how well this team performs when they're all together again just just with the fight the fact that we know we've had two players get close to you know what well, they could have been close to throwing blows we really don't know um from their perspective, because I don't think they're gonna lead too much into that. They don't want to get too much away. They want you to think that for the most part, this is all good. And uh, maybe because they're some of the best players in the world, and they're the best team of all, one of the best teams of all time, they could possibly be all right. Because again, you gotta remember, Demarcus, Demarcus Cousins is still injured. He'll be he'll be healthy, you know, at least around January. Uh, at the at the earliest, a little bit uh later. Uh, probably to compl- uh, we're talking playoff time we're talking about the real the late end of it all. So I mean, uh, there's chances for them to still be great. Uh, of course, but just now looking really it's looking really ugly. Uh, last game was a loss against San Antonio. I think that score was one hundred four to ninety six or something like that. And again, it even touched the hundred mark in that game. Uh so it's hard to it's hard to gauge what's going on. Uh definitely the two losses with Draymond and especially Stephen Curry are really bothering these guys. Uh looks to me as though Durant is not the leader we thought he could be. Uh we tried to say we've uh, the media at least has tried to say that he could be. And uh do I think he's better than LeBron James at this point? No. Not with the way he's been playing, not with the way he's been leading this team. I think the best players are not just people who can fill up stats sheets. They actually can lead a team. They can manage a team. They can be the, t- the person that the team can rely on and get wins out of, uh, get you know cohesion out of from their teammates. And I don't see that from Durant. Uh, obviously, we know he can rough players up the wrong way. Uh, we also know that he cannot be the leader in terms of you know just leading, uh, being able to you know keep people motivated, to keep people keep keep people's eyes on the prize, and to get the job done to keep him motivated we know he can't do that uh, so there's a lot of questions that need to be asked to the Golden state warriors at this point in time uh, i i think that they have the best talent to make it through uh, i think this is just a rough patch i'm hoping well yes i'm i'm, I'm pretty positive this is a rough patch i'm not going to say i hope that it's a rough patch cause i'm not necessarily a fan but i'm pretty certain this is a rough patch for them uh they'll be i i, I one thing i would say is they i, I just have the, i just have a feeling that they have the professional aptitude to let it all go and to get something going unless i see something different i have to see something different i have to see them lose for me to say something different so uh, until i see them actually lose something important at this point in time i think they're just going through a rough patch it's an ugly rough patch and it's revealing to certain things uh, but i think they can do just enough to get it to get it through all right y'all so we're going to take a quick break here Uh, our next episode we'll be going through not only the the recent NBA The recent scores But also the standings as well Eastern and Western Conference But for now I want to wrap this up For now We're going to take a quick break when we come back I got that review for you guys We're going to be going over Some Scary Movie 2 y'all Alright now Alright y'all So we're going to wrap this up And like I said I got uh, the Scary Movie 2 Review for you guys And uh when I originally Saw this movie I saw it when it first Came out in the theaters And uh it blew my mind This movie Of uh, course at the time Had it been like nine years old eight years old watching it uh but again i thought it was uh it, it was one of the funniest movies at the time uh, I, I was laughing throughout the you know throughout the movie uh one of the only movies i've been able to do that to. uh so you know of course i've watched a couple more times that i've gotten older uh just to kind of see if it you know still resonates with me and you know what it does um from beginning to end, this is one of the best movies, at least comedy movies, I've ever seen. Uh, that beginning sequence with all the white folks there playing that piano in that room like that. You know, they break, They play their little, you know, their little jazz tune, right? And then uh, out of nowhere, here comes one of the guests. He's like, yeah, I got something for y'all. And you're thinking, you know. Like, what could he do? Like, what's gonna go? What's gonna happen? And out of nowhere, he goes, "Shake your ass, watch yourself." Now, mind you, watching a group of stuffy ass white people get down and sing that song that was funny as hell. Now, when they and then when they decided to say they was gonna say the word nigga, I thought I couldn't even be offended because in the back of my mind, I'm like, a the way that they're doing it is so fucking funny. It's not even fun. it's it's I can't even describe it. And then on top of that i mean we know they talk about like that behind our back so you know when they when they in the car about themselves, we already know how they get now so we not we can't even judge them about that but the way they did it was just Then the girl hop out of nowhere just pisses all over her stuff like it's the exorcist and her mom say nah we ain't going she just started pushing her head in there. i'm like oh no this movie is off the hook and um even to this day it still makes me laugh hard uh every part of the movie uh like i said is i mean uh, one thing i did like about it was just the way the characters interact with each other now uh one of the one of the relations that i did like between the characters was between sydney of course we know that that's played by anna Ferris who who's definitely you know expanded over time and still funny as hell but that movie right there got her start i don't care what nobody say she wouldn't be nowhere for the scary movie but uh her relationship with buddy in the movie was pretty funny because again it was one of those 90s tropes just like in the first movie like she's with this dude like well this dude likes her is pursuing her but she ain't giving him no play she's hella oblivious to the situation and just the dudes that she end up fucking with they just do some cold stuff to her like it's always something funny um just like with the open chest, he's throwing footballs at her. She can't catch him. She getting her nose beat up. She gets beat up by the cat in the middle of the movie. And I'm just like, this too much, it's too much going on. Um But again, it was funny as hell. Like uh again, like I said, the movie kinda dates itself like with some of the references, like in one of the scenes you got uh James Woods sitting on the toilet now. I'm gonna give away spoilers because I feel like this is and I and for any movie that I review, just know that it's a disclaimer. I Will put in spoilers because I feel like these movies are so good, you'll watch it regardless of what spoilers I tell you. Uh, but, anyways, on one of the scenes, you got James, uh, James Woods, he's playing with uh, the priest, and uh, he's sitting there on the toilet. He's like, Man, uh, praise Jesus, uh, praise the god that they got that awful bitch off of Survivor. Now, mind you, the scene itself is hilarious, right? And whenever I watch this scene, I might watch this scene with people who are younger. Who might not have been around in that time? They're always they're laughing at the scene. They think the scene is hilarious, but they couldn't even tell you who Jerry from Survivor was. But that ought to tell you just the way that they made the comedy. You don't necessarily have to be around in the '90s to know or know all the horror movies that they're referencing to know. You know to know that it's funny. You know just the the, the way that they put those. Uh, now, if you do know about these movies, and you just see the way that this that this this particular film does them. and and trolls them it's on a whole nother level and just the characters in this movie are so memorable uh for one we got the caretaker with the messed up hand remember take my strong hand come on man you can't you can't get no better than that in a comedy movie i'm sorry now it's like i just have those feelings like if it's a comedy movie it better keep me laughing the entire night If it's a horror movie, I better be scared. I better have nightmares. and I'm a grown man. It better scare me. That's how I feel about it. I better be... I better be... I better call... I better... That movie better have me calling up my girlfriend like, Hey, you know, I just need somebody to talk to that movie got me fucked up. If it's not that, then it's not a good horror movie. If it's not a movie that keeps you laughing from beginning to end, even after, days after you watch it, then it's not a good comedy. Scary movie too, and also the original both movies that do that i would say if you have not watched them yet i think you're crazy and you're wasting your time you're watching two american institutions do not watch the third or subsequent versions though not without the wayans brothers um and another thing about it um about that movie that i like was you know were the damon brothers of course uh or the wayans brothers excuse me definitely um you could definitely see the family affair. And you kind of saw where it was like a, a in the living color type of feel uh, with the sketch comedy and all that. But at the same time, it was just on another level, uh, just the way that they presented everything. Uh, of course, they were being cheesy with a lot of stuff, of course. But that's what it was supposed to be. And to me, um, you know, it was an enjoyable experience. Uh, again, uh, you got to see Damon, uh, Damon Wayans. He produced the flick. Oh, actually, I'm sorry, uh, Damon, uh, Keenan Ivory. He actually... Uh, you know, produced it, and uh, the the two younger brothers, Sean and Marlon, both had their say in in, in how things went down. So you can actually see uh, how how you know those styles and those uh, you know those personalities influenced that movie, uh, especially with you know uh, Marlon Wayne's Shorty character, uh, Prominent character. Of course, uh, he gets into his hijinks. He gets smoked up. You know, it's funny because he's a he's a smoker, right? So he ends up getting smoked. By his own weed plant so i mean it's just the, the, the what they do you know you got uncle ray ray and the clown and i'm like come on bro it's just that what this movie showed you uh was there was no box on anything and you can and and i liked especially what they did you know and i like the concept of of spoofing things. You know. They made spoofing. A real art form. I think it's possible. To take something. That's already been made popular. And take it. And mix a little bit of fun with it. To make a little bit of extra fun with it. It's possible. And I love that. And um, that's what got me into. You know. Getting into movies. And all that. To just watch that. Because what they were able to do. In my opinion. With bringing so many different horror movies together. In order to make fun of them. And just make a own, their own. Meta movie within it. Within their own universe is outrageous um again i thought the characters were good uh all of them i thought the way that they interacted each other with each other was good the only thing that i thought was crazy about this movie was tim curry as crazy as he usually is with a little bit tame in this movie for me he didn't do he didn't say a whole lot of crazy stuff now of course there was that scene where he's trying to get the girls to lay with each other but outside of that you know he really there was no big no big reactions from him. And I, I was a little bit disappointed about that. Tim Curry, I feel like they they made him a little bit mild in this movie. But other than that, I thought it was good. Uh, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Uh, I thought it was funny from beginning to get, uh, beginning to end. And I think that's important with a comedy movie. Uh, the tropes were silly and outrageous. But, of course, they made sense. Uh, they had you rolling. Again, I I think the biggest emphasis is that you will be laughing in this movie. So do I recommend it? Hell yeah. Like I said, I recommend that and the first one, but do not watch that any any of the subsequent movies. And do not think about watching a Date movie or epic movie. Don't do it. You'll be wasting your time, y'all. All right, y'all, so we're going to wrap this up for today. Uh, Our next episode, we will be back, of course, with the world on the street. Uh, Like I said, we'll also be going over the Eastern and Western Conference standings for basketball. Uh, Also, we'll be going over the top 25 uh, for college football, and actually, and more notably, the top four for the playoff, the college football playoff. So we'll start off with the top four. Uh, We'll probably do maybe a top 10 altogether for football, uh, for college football, that is. And then also for the NFL. like I said, we're going to be going over, uh, oh, I I gotta do my three takeaways also my three questions heading into this week coming up uh also uh whatever news we come across i will be covering that as well all right y'all it's been a good one if anybody hasn't told you yet i love you and uh y'all treat each other well all right y'all peace out have a good one